Hello and welcome to Connect, the weekly podcast of the California MBA featuring one-on-one -on -one interviews with movers and shakers in the mortgage industry. I'm Susan Malazzo, CEO of the California MBA, and I'm very happy that you can join us today. Before we get to today's guest, I'd like to thank the Connect podcast sponsor, Incelerate. Thanks, Susan, and thanks for listening. This is Josh Wren, CEO and founder of Incelerate. We're grateful for our partnership with the CMBA and are committed as a company to help lenders close more loans. We do this with our customer experience platform that has a CRM, lead management, marketing, automation, robust content library, desktop and mobile applications. We do this to help you engage and stay connected to your current borrowers, referral partners, past borrowers, and potential new ones. If you want to find out why we're the fastest growing CRM provider in the mortgage industry, please reach out to us and ask for a demo. Okay, well, thank you, Josh, for that. Uh, and that brings me to uh, today's guest. Uh, I'm very happy to welcome Aaron King, CEO of Snapdocs. Welcome, Aaron. Thank you, happy to be here. I was uh, I was just sharing with Aaron, we were getting started. I have uh, I've been um, pursuing him as a guest for quite some time on Connect. I was very impressed with uh, kind of the story of Snapdocs when he and I uh, chatted uh, at an event last year. And so I'm happy that it has uh, finally come to fruition. Uh, you know, with that, Aaron, I kind of like to get uh, started with everybody um, kind of in the same way. Tell us a little bit about your background and, um, you know, how you got started in the mortgage industry. Yeah, absolutely. So I grew up in Southern California, which I didn't know at the time, but I now know is one of the, you know, epicenters of, of mortgage companies and mortgage, um, the mortgage industry. And I actually got my first job working in this industry when I was still in high school. Wow. And so, yeah, I, uh, there was a direct lender called Pacific Prime in Southern California. I'd be there after high school, sort of answering phones, dealing with post-closing packages, managing notaries, sort of anything that, that needed to happen. Um, but through that, um, you know, saw, saw the sort of notary side of the business, got my notary license when I turned 18, started doing mortgage closings full-time, and then started my first company in the space back in 2001, which was called Notary Link which was a nationwide uh, mortgage closing service. So I worked with notaries and attorneys all over the country, contracted their services to lenders and, and, and title companies, um, and ran that company for about seven years. So I think in total, I've been in this space specifically focused on mortgage closing for something like 25 or 26 years. That is impressive. Um, nobody, you know, it's funny when you ask people when they get in the mortgage industry, it's like nobody said, hey, I always wanted to grow up and be in the mortgage business. But, you know, you coming in from, you know, the notary side and kind of seeing the need uh, for, you know, services and products to be filled in the space, I think is always a, a great story of entrepreneurship. So congratulations to you for uh, your successes in the industry. Yeah, I appreciate that. I, you know, I've worked a lot of jobs, even as a kid in my life, and um, I've always really gravitated towards this industry. I think it's really interesting and fascinating. I think there's a near infinite amount of value that you could provide both to the companies in the space and ultimately, you know, consumers buying and selling homes. So I remain uh, incredibly excited and motivated to uh, to keep solving those types of problems. They're a fun industry. They certainly keep us busy. <laughs> So, uh, you know, this year, um, 2022, we're seeing rising interest rates. Um, you know, all my, my lender members are sharing pretty much across the board the same, you know, margins are, 
are decreasing. Everyone's focusing on customer experience, um, improving their margins. Now, I would be interested to hear kind of what you're starting to hear from from lenders. So, yeah, it's it's a I think it's a really timely and interesting question, and we've we've been talking to a lot of our customers and prospects. But I've also been at uh, the MBA Tech Conference in Vegas. I was in MBA Secondary in New York, and in those opportunities, I had a chance to really ask a, a broad swath of lenders sort of what they're most focused on at this moment. The most, and, and at the highest level, you know, Snapdocs is a digital closing platform. And so most of our interactions with lenders is around closing automation and digitizing that part of the process. But when I ask this question, it's it's more broad, sort of the highest levels of your, of your company, what are you most focused on? Most consistent answer I got was automation. Mm-hmm. And when I pressed and asked, you know, what specifically are you trying to automate? There were many different parts of the business that, that lenders are trying to automate, um, which makes sense, right? You mentioned margin compression. Um, and automation is one of the ways to improve your margins, lower your operational costs, et cetera. And there's a lot of different ways with, with emerging technologies that lenders can do this. And so that's the theme that I'm consistently hearing. Um, digital closing, I think, is a, is a pretty interesting place to look when you think about automation. I think digital closing and digital autom- and, and automation are more or less synonymous when you're doing them correctly. And I think what's kind of interesting about the lens of digital closing as it relates to automation is lenders can start thinking about automating processes that a few years ago were quite hard to automate because so much of the process was outside of their walls and outside of their control. So when you think about the interaction with lenders across title companies, with the closing, uh, the consumers involved in the closing, all the way down to the notary, um, digital closing is sort of this infrastructure that brings a lot of that online and just allows lenders to start asking questions about uh, processes that used to be manual but now can be much more digital and, and automated. And I think, uh, you know, when you talk about automation in the industry, every, well, every industry, really, I mean, the pandemic kind of forced us to a lot, you know, to maybe adopt things that we were nice to have, but had to become a had to have during uh, 20 and 21. So I think that, um, you know, that's kind of pushed everybody to really dig deeper into their, their levels of automation. Yeah, I totally agree. And I think, you know, that's if there's a silver lining there, I think it was that the industry was benefited by a push towards more digital. And I think a lot of the, you know, it's it's not from lack of trying over the past 20 years that lenders haven't digitized more of their process across their entire supply chain, including closing. I can remember back in 2001, we had a lot of the technologies necessary for this in their individual constituencies, you know, Evolve, e-signature. Yeah. Um, a lot of integrations and APIs started to be developed, but there wasn't a ton of adoption um, across the years, at least as it relates to, to digital closing. And the pandemic really sort of forced the industry to take a harder look, push a little bit more towards the goals of digitizing more of this process. And it helped a lot of the companies involved get a bit more organized, more orchestrated, integrate with each other and provide options to lenders that now work much better. And so I agree, there was a huge acceleration there. I believe it's a one-way door. I don't think there's a, a path of going back to a less digital world. Totally. But there's a question of how much will we accelerate and how fast will uh, lenders keep their foot on the pedal? It's consumer expectation. It's in. It's not only our industry. It's every industry. I mean, we are. Everything is. Um, you know, you have the ability to do so much more with technology. So I agree with you. I don't think that that's. I don't think we're turning that uh, that clock back. Uh, what are your lenders sharing with how they're, what are they implementing to kind of stay ahead of the competition this year? Um, 
So I think over the past several years, we saw a big push for lenders to invest in uh, the front end of the process with the point of sale system. Some lenders built their own, some lenders went with um, existing providers, some lenders signed up with, with new companies building technology in that space. And at this point, I think most lenders have uh, digitized and automated a lot of that, that front end consumer experience. What we're seeing now is a shift into more of the inner working operational automation they can focus on and a shift to focusing more on closing. And it, it kind of makes sense that it, it, it would follow that sort of trajectory. And so we're seeing lenders really look at every internal process, every manual process, uh, everything that has a fixed cost today, which is quite hard to navigate through the big ups and downs of the, of the mortgage and real estate industry, and, and asking the question of how do you turn some of these fixed costs into more variable costs? And that's sort of the beauty and the promise of technology in these cases is that when you plug in some of these products like digital closing, your costs sort of scale with your volume uh, automatically. And there's not as much, uh, you know, there's not as much sort of ebb and flow of hire a lot of people and then having to deal with uh, too much headcount, et cetera. And it just sort of stabilizes some of these, um, some of these ups and downs in the industry. That's definitely a key component for all lenders this year is kind of how to stabilize those, uh, those costs, cost to produce loan for sure. Yeah. So we've talked a lot about uh, the industry and kind of the market. I'd love to hear what are some of the exciting things that Snapdocs is working on for this year? We're working on quite a lot. So we've we raised a fair bit of capital over the past couple of years. And as we think about, you know, the industry is in a transaction volume decline as interest rates go up. We're, we're really accelerating into that from an R&D standpoint and uh, working backwards from what are our, our customers' biggest pain points and how do we solve them. Um, one thing to note about Snapdocs is that, you know, a big part of our growth, the majority of our growth right now is coming from selling digital closing to lenders but we actually work really hard to improve the process for all the different constituents involved in a closing. So we spend a lot of time with title and settlement. We think a lot about their workflows, their technology systems. Um, and I, I believe if you want digital closing to work well, it actually has to work really well for everybody involved, including title, including notary, including the, the consumer. And so a lot of what we're focused on is just solving the problems of this broad set of constituents as it relates around the closing. Some of the specific areas of, of focus are, we've built some really interesting AI that can, we call it document intelligence. It can analyze the contents of a funding package, both in flight to the closing, to make sure everything's present, everything's consistent, names are spelled consistently, the proper information is filled out. Um, but then at the point of timing closing, we can analyze the, the contents again, to make sure that as those documents are pushed back into the lender's LOS, every page is still accounted for, every signature made it to the signature line, every notary stamp and date, et cetera, is accurate. And so um, we're calling this closing quality control, but it's AI that we've developed for other parts of the process that we're applying to this, this kind of QC function. So we're really, we're really excited about that because we believe it's possible to eliminate errors from, uh, from funding packages. And when you can eliminate errors from happening, when you can eliminate them at the point in time, you save a lot of money in post-closing and downstream processes that can become quite expensive if some of that information is inaccurate or missing. So that's a big thing we've been investing in. We've been looking more at the interactions between lender and title and asking the question of how do we make this easier? So maybe more specifically as a lender, let's say I'm an independent mortgage bank, I'm doing a thousand mortgage closings a month. I'm probably gonna work with something like 2000 different title companies in a given year. And so the question of, how do we improve both sides of that interaction for both title and lender and, and automate more of it and bring more predictability and, and consistency to it? Um, that's a big area of focus. 
and then we've recently um, we've recently launched an eVault. And so the industry has many eVaults. There's some great companies, great providers out there. We scale our customers on eNotes and eVaults quite a bit, and we saw an opportunity to just invest in this technology to bring a bit more stability, ease of use, um, and openness to it. And so this is both in service to to our customers, but also to the to the industry at large of just trying to push this technology forward so that more lenders can do more e-notes. So that, that's a sense of, um, of some of the things that we're focused on. That's exciting. That's exciting. As you continue to develop your technology, because you talk about, you know, the other important part of it is kind of title and closing. So that element of the industry completely on board with the use of technology as well kind of makes their job, I mean, makes their job more efficient as well. Yeah, they are. The trick is, and this might sound really obvious, but I think it's hard to do in practice. You have to make it better for them. Yeah. It's really hard to roll out a new technology, a new process change to an industry like Tidal, which like, I, I think they're kind of heroes, honestly. The, the amount of work and the nuances and the details and just the, the work involved in getting these transactions across the line is like, it's not easy. And there are right. that have been, been in place for a long time that are tried, true, and tested. For example, executing everything on paper. It's been a hard thing for the industry to get away from. And, and I'd argue, you know, five, 10 years ago, doing a digital closing was more work. It was harder for title companies than doing a digital closing, as an example. And so as you really think about their workflows, their day-to-day, -day, you know, their goals, um, and you build a product that genuinely makes the process better for them, they're more than willing to adopt that technology. But the, the technology providers have to do the hard work of really, really caring about their day-to-day -day and, -day and making that good. I think your unique perspective from starting out there in that part of the industry gives you a good perspective on that. Like I know like this is going to help their end user. So, you know, their, their, their partner in closing that loan is going to, you know, want to use that technology. So I think that's, you have an interesting perspective, I think. Yeah, we, you know, we have, we have some well-defined operating principles at the company. And the first one is empathy. And we chose that very intentionally because if you're not building products with a lot of empathy for the end users in mind, you're not going to build things that scale. And what's interesting is, you know, you take lenders who have been trying to scale digital closings for a long time. You know, there was a Stratmore survey that came out recently that asked these lenders, what's the biggest hurdle to scaling digital closings? And the most common answer was settlement agent adoption. And so sometimes companies or technology providers can be a little bit myopic in trying to solve one half of the equation. So let's build some tools for lenders that help them do digital closings. But if you're not solving the other half of the equation, that first half will never get traction and it won't get usage. And you'll see a lot of press releases around, we're doing one transaction or you know, we've done our first couple of transactions, but to get a lender to do 100% of their closings digitally requires massive adoption across all of the title companies in the country. And there's, you know, there's, there's other constituents that matter quite a bit as well. Warehouse lenders are a part of the equation. Counties are a part of the equation. Um, you know, the, the investors are part of the equation. And so a big part of the work that we're doing is around trying to coordinate these parties, bring a ton of transparency to their workflows and connect them so that they can all work together better. But you're absolutely right. That's the insight. That's the core insight of our company is if you can build a system that makes it better for everybody involved, they're going to adopt it. Yeah, that's fantastic. That's uh, that is um, a great platform. Good for good for you and SnapDocs. Um, you know, interest rates, you know, being what they are now, the refi business, of course, has dried up, and all of my lenders are talking about how they're improving that or providing that best customer experience. 
from your perspective, how do you how would you define kind of the best customer or borrower experience? I think this is such a good question because I think a lot of a lot of people in our space uh, are answering it insufficiently. And so I I would say that 90% of a positive consumer experience is addressed by solving a lot of the underlying complexity of all these parties working together. In other words, you can focus on something like a really beautiful web app or mobile app that allows consumers to and customers to engage with their uh, with their mortgage transaction. But if at the end of the day the documents are incorrect, or they didn't get a chance to preview them before they have to sign them, or the notary didn't show up, or they were scheduled to do a RON closing but they couldn't get online and they had a hard time reverting it to a you know a hybrid closing or something like that, I think 90% of customer experience is actually these inner workings and the coordination across these parties. And so as lenders look to provide a better customer experience, and frankly, as title looks to provide a better customer experience as well, um, it's I think you'll get more out of focusing on that underlying consistency and predictability for the consumer, which requires, again, this tighter coordination and connection across all these parties. Right, yeah, I think, yeah, to have the borrower walk away with something like, hey, I got my home loan and, uh, you know, it wasn't a, uh, it wasn't a horrible process. I got, you know, had, had efficiency yeah. the whole way through. Yeah, and maybe another way to say it is, like, it doesn't matter how pretty the website is. Like, if things don't happen on time with consistency, predictability, right. and keeping yeah. the consumer in the loop, then they're going to have a terrible experience. And the, the unfortunate thing is, no matter who messes up that process, which could be num any one of a number of different entities involved in the transaction, the lender is ultimately going to feel the brunt of that. They're not going to get the they're not going to get the high NPS. You know, they're not going to get the return business. And so this is why I think this is an, an interesting way to look at the problem. It's harder because you have to solve much harder logistical coordination challenges than just you know building an ICY. But ultimately, that's where all the lift comes from. This this is when we build products. You know, we're all about connectivity and making the process better for everybody. We have a huge focus on the logistical coordination of all the parties in flight in a closing. And it's not just people, you know, there's technologies that are involved in this that need to be coordinated as well. Document generation into the title production system, et cetera. You know, RON provider, eVault, if those are components of the, of the digital closing, these need to be orchestrated. And again, all these parties and all these technologies have actually existed for something like 20 years, but there wasn't the same focus on this neutral Switzerland product that will connect them and help them orchestrate together better. And that's that's essentially what we're trying to build at SnapDocs. That's what we've been building for the past eight years with with a fair amount of success. I don't know if we've talked about this, Susan, but we estimate that we touch about 25% of all US real estate transactions at this point. 25% of, of uh, wow. so, so the the process is clearly working. And what's in front of us is just continuing down this path of figuring out how do we continue to solve these problems of one party working with such a fragmented ecosystem around them. That is, uh, that's definitely a, a difficult nut to crack. And uh, again, I mean, just congratulations to you and to your team at SnapDocs for uh, for providing this amazing product for the industry. Thank you. And thank you so much for being uh, a part of the Connect uh, podcast series. I really appreciated talking with you, Aaron. Thank you so much. Yeah, I've enjoyed this as well. Thank you so much, Susan. And thank all of you for joining us today uh, to listen to any of our past Connect podcast episodes. You can follow us on our YouTube channel. We're also available on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. That's it for this week. We'll see you next week on Connect. Here we go.